This episode of Nobody's Listening is brought to you by DrawYouAPicture.com, where you can get just about anything drawn for fairly cheap anyway. Check it out at DrawYouAPicture.com. Hey, hey, how you doing out there, podcast people? This is Nobody's Listening, episode 88, brought to you the week of December the 9th. Nobody's Listening is a podcast where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. I'm your host. My name is James, and my co-host is here. I'm Trevor, as always. Yeah. Or at least usually always. Most of the time, he <laughs> is Trevor. always. Glad. Thanks for being <laughs> here, dude. Uh, I'd love to comment on our recording issues and all that kind of stuff, but we always start with an opening story, so I'll save the recording stuff for the news segment. Uh, let's see. Our first opening story comes from... Um, Stacy, she says, uh, because I listened to your podcast all day at work, two totally different casts talked about injuries they had sustained as children. So I guess you can't remember which one, but, uh, mom will tell you that my brother and I were accident prone throughout our childhoods. Uh, she will also tell you that the nurses at the local emergency rooms knew her on a first name basis. Which one is it this time, Erna? What did they do? So they have emergency rooms in Canada. (laughs) <laughs> I just want to Yes, know. James, we have medical care where if we actually injure ourselves in a serious fashion, we can go to the hospital. <laughs> really? I didn't know if y'all had some new names. I need to get a more, um, <laughs> what do you call it? Just I need somebody from a different country. You guys are too similar. You need similar. to broaden your horizons, I man. Do. I, 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 hey, I am. I am. I, I broaden them <laughs> north. And um, I, I don't know. I, need to do, I was telling somebody that I'm friends with on uh, Xbox Live that's from Canada. I was like, dude, I need to like study some stuff about Canada. Cause I need some new jokes. Uh, <laughs> but cause I don't know anything, but anyway, here we go. Um, I know you guys hosted the winter Olympics years and years ago, but that was, that was like in the eighties, but all right. And, and we're going to do it again in 2010. Really? It's in Vancouver. Yep. Really? Awesome. Well, congratulations. I'm sure, I'm sure you'll enjoy that. All right. Uh, one such story of mine did not, uh, precipitate, I don't know what that word means. Uh, Did not cause. <laughs> well, I thought precipitate meant rain. rain? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, <laughs> what? Doesn't it? <laughs> now I sound like David back in the day where he just get dumb all of a sudden. Uh, runs in the family. One, one, one such story of mine didn't cause it to rain. Well, <laughs> it reminded me of, of a guy I used to work with and he comes in. I was working at a uh, construction place, and he's like, hey, it looks like it's about to participate out there. (laughs) (laughs) And I just silently laughed to myself for two reasons. One, because he didn't know he said it wrong, and two, I was the only person in the shop that knew. So everybody else was like, yeah, sure does, daggone, daggone. Anyway, I'm going to get through this email. One one such story of mine did not participate, precipitate, blah, 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 on a trip to an emergency room, but only a call to a friend who is a nurse. Uh, this is that story. Okay, that wasn't even the story. That was the precipitation. Yeah, the story. <laughs> that was the precipitation of the story. Okay. Uh, we lived on a street that had about nine children on it. Since we were all about the same age, we played together every day. On this particular day, we were in a backyard across the street from our home playing our version of horse. When we got bored with that, we picked up a bouncy rubber ball and started a loose version of softball. My brother was tossing it underhand to me, and I smacked it with an aluminum bat out into our field uh, with an unwritten understanding that if it was caught, I would be out. Apparently, Doug, my brother, was getting a little miff that no one was catching the ball to get me out, so he chucked it at me overhand right at my head. Being only about 10 years old and fearless, I thought I could hit the ball that was headed for my face, so I got the bat up there. The series of events that followed were this. Number one. The ball heads for my face. Number two, the bat goes up. Three, ball hits bat. Four, bat hits head. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it was wrong the second I heard the clang inside my head. I dropped the bat to the ground, threw my hand up to my forehead, and turned for home at a fast pace. Running into the house, I encountered my mom. Hey, mom, get some leaves. No, Um, I encountered mom. She told me to have my hand, to move my hand away from my forehead. I remember her gasping, and then she ran for the phone. I looked in the mirror and saw there was half of an egg sitting on my forehead. <laughs> I See, I read this the first time and I was like, okay, I envision a half of an egg like a shell, 
but was it a fried egg? That's uh, anyway. Uh, 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 I grossed myself out. It, okay. it wasn't a real egg, James. It wasn't a real egg. No, but either way, either way, in the states we call that a goose egg. I think, but. Yes, yes, we do that. We we use some of the same words as you do down there That's too. That's awesome. That's so cool. Um, turning seriously purple. Uh, I didn't read that part. And getting bigger with every <laughs> passing second. Her nurse friend told her I just needed to be watched for a concussion, and that was the end of my entire play day. Maybe this incident was the beginning of my spiraling. Can't remember anything. Issues. Uh, yeah, but what do I know? And that's from Stacy from Yeah, but what do I know? WordPress dot com. So. Uh, thanks, Stacy, for the for the uh, story. And uh, one one thing that I mean, I don't know, but when uh, when you were a kid or not, but I mean, uh, that whole look, wait, watch them for a concussion thing, like mm-hmm. that was always something that was inbred in, into us. If they hit their head, make sure you watch them for a concussion. Nobody ever told me what we're supposed to watch for. It's like make just just make sure they stay awake for a little bit, and make sure they don't have a concussion. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> I think that's I think that's pretty much it. I think if they <laughs> they don't fall asleep. Um, then they're fine. It it could be that you're supposed to see if they describe any weird objects floating through space, you know. When did we I get those squirrels? <laughs> Why is that monkey wearing my favorite pants? I don't know. Uh, anyway, sponsors. Uh, thanks to our sponsors for sponsoring our show. It's Carrillo, of course. Um, of course. I need to figure out new ways to pronounce his name. Corkio. We could just call him that. Or K K Oreo, yeah O R E O with a K. I'm gonna start putting a dash in his name. So K Oreo, you're now a rapper, and thank you for sponsoring the show. You can sponsor your own episode by going to nlcast.com. Click on sponsor us for five bucks, man. You could uh, you know have your name read, have a a link you know for your blog mentioned, or a message read, or whatever. Do it for somebody's birthday. Wish somebody a wonderful Christmas or a wonderful Kwanzaa. Whatever you want to do, it's all good. Or uh, Festivus, for that matter. Or Propose, eh? Huh? That, has that happened yet? I don't think so. Not, huh? not to me. Of course, they're all middle schoolers, so they probably shouldn't be proposing to each other. Ah, give it a shot, guys. <laughs> give it a shot. Mar- your, your marriage chances probably have about the same ratio of working out that uh, everybody else's does. I don't know how <laughs> divorce is in Canada, but it's pretty easy to come by and pretty popular here, actually. So seems, oh, seems pop- to popularity is good. Folks. Yeah. And uh, we're also sponsored by GoToMyPC.com. The traditional office is becoming more of a touchpad than a daily destination. And long gone is the reliance on a landline to work away from the office. More people are performing work from home or other locations like the zoo, thanks to technologies like GoToMyPC.com uh, that lets you take your office with you wherever you go, like in a backpack. Uh, go to my PC with it. You can have freedom from the office, enhan- enhanced work-life balance, and uh, extra popcorn at at the movies. Um, I can't promise that though. I gotta say, what? <laughs> I can't promise that. I just thought it sounded good. Go check it out. Uh, when choosing a remote access service, you better make sure it's easy to set up, easy to use, and affordable. Or I'm gonna tell your mom. That's why you need go to my PC, and you can try it free for 30 days. Uh, with a special offer, check out gotomypc.com slash podcast. Again, that's gotomypc.com slash podcast. And take your office with you wherever you go with gotomypc. So uh, thanks. Thanks, gotomypc, for believing in us. And uh, that that's the end of that part. Weekly. You shut your mouth. Okay, we can do that. <laughs> Update. All right. Mine, my weekly updates tend to revolve around my daughter, especially when I spend a week at home. I've been uh, I've been a little bit ill and I haven't gone into work for a while. So oh. the funniest thing in my life has been my daughter, but my daughter's pretty dang funny. So um, so it works out good. Then. It, it it does. She what was it? Okay, we went to Lowe's the other night and just the two of us. And she likes going with me because we can walk around and look at stuff. And she's amazed uh, by Lowe's. It's just this giant store. I mean, if you're three and you're three foot from the ground, it's got to be pretty cool. If you're 30 and three foot from the ground, I didn't mean for you to take that personally, but Lowe's is probably still pretty cool for you too. Um, hey, wait a second. You were, that was referring to me, wasn't it? No. And I'm like five, I'm five foot four. Okay. That's way taller than three feet off the ground. I, I No, I wasn't picking on you, but it was surprising <laughs> to me to hear that you reference yourself as being short judging from your picture i always thought you were very tall because you got a slender face and um but it is weird that you're uh you're short 
No. Vertically challenged? <laughs> your 360, or yeah, your Xbox, um, whatever it's called. I can't remember the name. Avatar. I, Avatar is taller than mine. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, so I'm taller well, than you. I'm 5'10". Apparently, so, I just had delusions of grandeur when I yeah. had, uh, made my avatar. Up. Well, I had to make mine shorter so I would look fatter because they don't make them fat enough. Anyway, that's weekly update one. Weekly update two has to do with Lowe's and uh, my. Anyway, at the at the end when we're getting out of Lowe's, I don't know why I went through Lowe's, but uh, we were getting in the car and I'd open up the back and I have a Honda Element and so you can you know jump in the back and then jump over the back seats if you're if you're three. And every now and then she likes to do this. So she was trying to jump up there, but she had this giant coat on. It was freezing out. She couldn't get, she couldn't do it. So I push her, I kind of pick her up and put her foot first over the back seats. And she, but she kind of gets wedged because um, the bu- the back seats are bucket seats, like theater seats. And one's kind of up and then her, her, her booster seat's sitting there. She got to gets wedged between them and cannot get loose. Uh, she wiggles for a while. I put stuff in the back of the car. I go to get something else out of the, out of the, I can't think tonight out of the cart. I go back and she's still stuck there just squirming and wiggling. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll let her try to do it. She's very independent. She finally, and I don't know, you just have to be there, I guess. And I've never had to say that on the show before, but why you left your child precariously stuck. Well, she's very independent. And if I tried to, anyway, she turns, she finally just stops and she just lets her head hang upside down, looking back at me out of the back of the car. And she goes, so how was your day? (laughs) it was the most hilarious thing it was like something out of a sitcom she just kind of gets all like she's 21 all of a sudden she gives up her thinking is you know i'm stuck here for life um how was your day (laughs) and i laughed so stinking hard it was awesome might as well strike up a conversation now and say hey so how things with you i'm I'm gonna be here for a while so how's it going (laughs) how's it going dad so uh yeah that's mine what's yours Uh Beat that. Uh, well, uh, I wasn't sick all week, but mine has to do with my daughter, too. Mm. I guess it must be part of having a three-year-old, although technically mine is now four because she turned four yesterday. Oh, man. Yeah, ours is turning four sa- Saturday. We're having a party Saturday. Ugh, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, ours, uh, we didn't do the cake and stuff because she's uh, quite ill right now with Aww. a big old head cold and stuff. So we push it off and we're going to have some people over later on the week when she's feeling a little yeah, better. Yeah, they don't know. She don't know. No, she knew. <laughs> oh, dang. We so, lied to our child. You should try it. <laughs> I never thought of that. Yeah. She's sharp as a tack, though, so I don't think that'll work. Wait, no, wait that doesn't mean that yours isn't. Oh, wait, that went bad. Wow. <laughs> And that's our show. Thanks for coming out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my mine has to do with uh, uh, it, it was it was another. I don't know if I, I think I should just be a guest host on on Geek Loves Nerd instead because mine seemed to be about child rearing revelations. I guess because uh-huh. <laughs> I've had a couple of them. But uh, my daughter proved to me without a shadow of a doubt that she is the. Uh, it, the, the fruit of my loins, so to speak, wow. uh, be, because dad, dad's a big geek as uh, people should probably get to uh, get, get to uh, gather by now with my gaming and my computer stuff and whatnot. So um, my, our babysitter, we had, uh, we had a babysitter over the other night and she brought over her daughter's um, DS, which I'd actually been kind of, I've been wanting to get one for a while just because you know, there's games that I can't play on, you know, my 360 and the computer, and I've always enjoyed the old Nintendo games and all that stuff, plus the whole touch tr- stu- touch screen stuff has always intrigued me. So I was like, oh, maybe I should get one of those, and I'm thinking, it's like, you know, you know, Brianna's getting old, and she's, I mean, you know, she's really bright. I wonder if, you know, there'd be stuff that she'd like on that, you know, that she could play with and stuff. You know, so that's the idea that's been going through my head. Mm-hmm. The babysitter brought her DS over the other day, so we came home, and there she was sitting on the couch with a little stylus in her hand and playing one of those mini games that comes with the uh, the Mario games. Mm. And she's sitting there and just like intuitive as anything, just flick, 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 and just rolling little balls across and guessing little guessing games without even a hitch. It's like, huh, oh, okay, wow. so that kind of answers that question. Of course, we don't have a DS. So the next day, she comes to me and says, Daddy, do you want to play with my DS? 
It's like, um, okay. So what she had done is she'd actually taken a piece of paper uh, that had come with when you buy when you get um, toys at McDonald's. You know they have the little instruction booklet thing or whatever that has you know here's all the toys you can get collect them all sort of ah, thing okay i didn't know they came so, i was about to say i didn't know uh, i didn't know happy meals came with instructions these days first take out the <laughs> cheeseburger bite it oh, oh, unwrap gonna... it unwrap it sorry anyway see you beat me you beat me to the sarcasm punch on that i was oh. gonna go with uh, we have mcdonald's up here too you know James. oh yeah but your instructions are in english and in french Ours are in Spanish, English, and French, so that's the only difference. Anyway. <laughs> so she'd taken this little piece of paper, and she'd gotten uh, one of those, I don't even know what to call them, you know those uh, pads that are silver that you write on with a, with a oh, uh, point yeah. object, and you have, yeah. then you flip them up and it erases type thing? Yeah, I think those so were she, more popular when we were kids than they are now. Yeah, but she has one. That's I, cool. like. I was surprised when we saw it. We saw it in a dollar store, so we picked it up for one day. So she grabbed a little pen from that, which looks... Amazingly, like a stylus. Yeah. And she had, had was carrying this piece of paper around with her little stylus, and she was pushing on the little on the little pictures with her stylus and saying, "I'm playing my DS, Daddy." <laughs> and then she had a big pile of buttons, and she would put it on the table, and she'd slide one of the buttons into the top, the, you know, like into the top of the piece of paper, and said, oh, "These are my games." Daddy. Aww. See, that's what the poor so, kids have to do. It's sad. <laughs> that's what so we used daughter, to do. <laughs> Built me, build her own DS because she wanted one Aww. so bad. So is she getting one for her birthday, or is she gonna have to share dad's? Well, and see, that's the that, that's the uh, flip side of the coin. Is uh, as I mentioned on the forums today, I was asking for people's ad- advice on games to get. So I decided that I bought a DS today, but because we decided we didn't want her to have the ownership of it, right. because that way it would, you know, it'd be hers type thing. So we were going with the daddy bought a DS. And I'll share it with you, type thing. So, so that's, um, yeah. So yeah, my uh, my daughter at four years old built a DS out of a piece of paper. So I, yeah, that's yeah, awesome. that, that's my daughter. <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> no, that's cool. I uh, that's probably the only way I, I've had two DSs in my life, and I've returned them both. I just I I couldn't afford the games. I'm like, if I'm going to buy this a game, I'm going to buy one for a real. You know, but maybe you have more disposable income than I do. No, I just pretend I do. And then pounds sterling bad? goes a little further than the dollar. I don't know if you guys use that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm terrible. I know. Uh, so, so you couldn't af- you couldn't afford the DS games yet you you now own a 360. You know those are like twice as expensive. You right? know I bought that from my brother for very cheap. If you listen to the show, you'd know that. Ooh. One of the many tools of the devil. Oh, no! Okay, speaking of LBB of the week, I might be it. Uh, these are user-submitted, so here we go. Hey, James uh, and Trevor, or whoever else is on the air. This is an it's LBB. All me. Yeah. <laughs> this is an LBB <laughs> moment I hope you can relate to. It, 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 so anyway, I'm going to paraphrase because they go through quite a bit of uh, of background that's kind of kind of hard to... to or, I don't know. It's just hard to read. <laughs> just get to the end. Here's the, Love the show. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Here's the hey. good part. Um, <laughs> they were playing ball in their, in their church, the, this girl and this guy apparently. And um, they, she, they knock over a stack of boxes. The boxes fall. Um, these magazines and stuff come falling out of these boxes and slice this girl's leg open. And ah. uh, yeah, and, and she's just bleeding all over the place. Blah blah blah. They go in the bathroom, start cleaning it up, and um, this 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 is a church. So this middle aged lady she'd never seen before walks into the bathroom, and uh, she's got her Bible open with like ten thousand um, translations and notes and maps and study points and all this. So she's walking in the bathroom with her Bible open. Okay, so there's there's problem number one. And then the first thing out of the lady's mouth is, do you enjoy these activities at the church here? (laughs) She sees the blood, you know, dripping all over the floor. So we both froze, she says. And through my dizziness, I said, lady, do you not see the blood caked on the floor? Call an ambulance. So after I got seven stitches, I was taken home, yelled at and grounded. Alex told me if if, uh, he ever had to mop up my blood again, he had killed me. Luckily, the year after we graduated, I gave him a kidney, so we're even. Love the show, Marcel. So, um, 
she titled the show she titled that stupid christians but i didn't want to label all christians as stupid um but i do have a similar story that's why that one got read because my uh-huh. we we were doing a, a church people will know what a human video is it's where you act out a song and i don't know if anybody does it outside of the church world so i just want to let people know and and in this particular song we were doing i'm diving in and we built this 19 foot tall cross that had a platform on it that you could jump off of into a big pad uh like a like a pole vaulter would fall into okay and this it was really cool if you could imagine this giant cross people you know i'm diving in and jumping off the the song i don't know if you know the song but it's by the same guy that did cinderella i think uh, i don't know but you got like the coolest church ever if you got like airbags and Dude. diving boards <laughs> check it out yo no um <laughs> but uh, there actually is a funny story with that I, I might have to save it for another show um but uh anyway my wife is all gonna try jumping off of this thing because everybody was you know people in the staff were coming by just trying it out she gets up on there and and david who's actually been on the show before uh he tells not my brother david uh <laughs> The salsa boy's dad. He he tells her. He says, "Now jump off and land on your back because you don't want to. You don't want to jump off and and land on your feet because you'll hit and then it'll you'll you won't be able to stand up. You'll fall. You'll hurt yourself." So she does neither. She does neither. She doesn't jump off with her feet. She doesn't land on her back. She jumps off with one leg at a time. So she steps off the cross and one leg's halfway down. The other leg's still up on the cross. She falls weird. And all I know is I hear a crack as she falls oh. on. I know it's the most sickening thing in the world. And she's laying there. Oh, oh, God, oh, oh. And about that time, this well-meaning lady comes in who everybody knows is the same kind of person that would have the giant Bible, that same type of lady. And she's like, Oh Jesus. Oh, and I said, I said, go get help. And I'm thinking she's going to go call an ambulance. She's like, okay, okay. And she runs away. She comes back a few minutes later. I'm thinking everything's fine with a team of people. <laughs> and they all start <laughs> laying hands on her and praying for her. And, and this one guy in particular decides he's going to get up underneath my wife's back and start feel it, pu- pushing around, you know. It could be broken, you know. And she's good. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my gosh. And and so as I see these people coming, though, I'm backing up a little bit. As I see them coming, I know what they're doing. I know they're here to pray for her, and I know she's going to hate it. And um, so I'm like, Jen, if you're at all possible, if it's at all possible for you to get up and start walking, now is the time. <laughs> because they misunderstood me because I'm a pastor, and they're coming to pray for you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. The dark, the dark side of the ministry, right there. Not very many pastors enjoy being prayed for. Okay, rock your world. Um, hey, this is another LBB. Hey, James and Trevor, I'm writing to vent. This is Mulan Maniac, and I want to share my LBB of the week. I work at a movie theater, and a lot Mulan of times, yeah. Maniac? Wait, wait. Oh, Mal- it's Mullen Maniac. I don't know how is to it say maniac anything. that mauls. Mulan would be like from the movie Mulan Rouge, and I don't think that's. I was thinking way. Mulan as in from the Disney movie. I've never seen Mulan Rouge. <sighs> Mulan. All right. Anyway, it's actually a movie. Uh, this is Mulan Maniac. <laughs> I tried to help you. Mullen's supposed to have an apostrophe for the love. Anyway. Uh. Anyway, so I work at a movie theater. I work at a podium. It's where you rip the tickets, and I tell customers where to go. But don't bunch. Actually, I have a segment for that. <gasps> there we go. I tell people where to go. Uh, however, my LBB is not a single person, but rather a group of people. My LBBs are people who, after buying a ticket, have um, they put their ticket promptly into their wallet or purse. I have no idea why they do this, as they literally walk 10 or 15 feet to the podium to get their tickets ripped. If they stick their tickets in their wallets, then they have to pick them back out, which takes five extra seconds for each person, uh, and that's five extra that it, five longer than it should. This holds up the line, making things more difficult. This frustrates the customers in the back of the line, which then makes me seem like the LBB because they think I'm working too slow. Thanks for listening to my rant. I just need to get that out there. Hope to write again soon, Mulan. <laughs> Yeah, I can I can relate to that. That would be um, 
Now, of course, if it was a group of like 20 people and like the first person came up and they, oh, okay, get my ticket out. And then the second person did the same thing and like mm-hmm. all the way up to the 20. See, then then you should start hitting them in the, in the face with a bat, I think, at that I, point. I've never had a problem with doing that at theaters, but I do it at Sam's. Like I'll stick my receipt in my wallet and then have to pull the blinking thing out at the door for the old lady, you know, with, oh, the, with the highlighter. I did that just the other day at Walmart. I did the exact same thing. I bought my item. It was back in the electronics department. I put the put the receipt in my pocket. And she's like, "Can I check your receipts?" Like, "Oh yeah, right. Forgot about no, that." That's right. You Hold bought on. a DS. Yeah. You don't want you don't want the flare lady to get you. The flare lady with the buttons. Do they wear buttons? Ah. <laughs> uh, it doubles their weight. Their mass. These little five pound well, women. They only weigh fifty pounds with, anyway. Yeah. Fifty pounds with. <laughs> Oh man. Uh, oh, the other thing is my, my sister, Leanne, she, she does hair for a living or she did. And she told me that they've got like their version of that. And that is people will sit in the waiting room and then when it's time to call them to cut their hair and they have a pretty, you know, strict, uh, you know, schedule that they're trying to keep to. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. These people will then get up and say, Oh, I need to go to the bathroom. Where's your restroom? And she's thinking, you know, they will sit there that whole time, you know, a half an hour waiting for their appointment and then wait until right then to go to the bathroom. And the reason she told me that story is because I had done that. So I was guilty of it. And I was the first person she felt she could vent on. So so now whenever I go to get my hair cut, I make sure I, I go before I'm supposed to get up in the chair. So there you go, people. Don't be an LBB. Go to go to the PP room. Before you get your hair cut. Yeah, but how if, if their appointments are, you know, a little bit off, maybe they're thinking, I'll wait till the last possible moment. That way I won't have to go while I'm in the chair. I, I think, and I never told Leanne this, I I think it's because people, the bathrooms are tucked away from the waiting room. I mean, you go to the waiting room, you never see a bathroom. The bathroom's all in the back of the store with the mop bucket, you know. And, uh, nice. yeah, it's true. Uh, salons are always nice up front, and then in the back there's a mop bucket. Anyway, <laughs> so let's uh, let's do some of this news. Okay, we got some news, uh, a little bit of it anyway. Some people have been asking why no live shows. Well, there's a pretty good reason for that, and that is that we've been working out some tech issues. I'm now recording on a brand new machine and um, brand new way of doing things. It's got this super spanky, uh, dumb built-in sound card that wouldn't want to record properly and today things seem to be working really well i'm pretty happy with with the way it's going down got skype figured out and got that all wired up right um and and there was just problems with vista and and my mobile pre mobile pre usb interface and all this kind of junk i think we got it all worked out so we're going to be doing live shows again as soon as we feel comfortable and we get a few shows under our belt there's nothing worse than having an audience and nothing working right it's terrible. Yeah, I was going to say, I've actually explained to a few people who have asked me, it's like, you know, it's like, oh, disappointed there's no live show. It's like, trust me, you did not want to see us try to record last week's no. show. I mean, you'd be sitting there for an hour while we, how about now? How about now? How Not exciting. Trust yeah, me. It, it was terrible. That's why the show last week was really short because we started recording late. And uh, yeah, you'd have been sitting there. And, and maybe, you know, since all of our audience is middle schoolers, maybe they got nothing better to do. But I think you should find something better to do. So that's why we're not doing live shows, <laughs> trying to stick up for your parents. All right. Uh, the other thing is check out do – you, do you know I do a web comic twice a week? Well, you should. You should go to nlcast.com. Check it out every Tuesday and Thursday uh, right there at the top of the page. You can't miss it. It's called Geek Loves Nerd, and uh, this week's is uh, pretty pretty cute. It's a chunk of corn and a little chunk of meat, and they have the power. They have power. So – I'm not going to tell you any more about it. You just need to go if you want to know what I'm talking about. Check it out at geek, uh, I'm sorry, nlcast.com. Right at the top, there's even a separate feed that you can subscribe to uh, the web comics, but also have a blog and, and forums and all kinds of good stuff. You can check it out while you're there. And then I just want to put a pitch in to sponsor a show. Uh, Creo is a regular sponsor of the show, but we'd love for you to consider helping us out with our monthly uh, web hosting costs and stuff like that. My wife informed me that the stuff's coming out of our check account again since my PayPal has uh, been eaten up. But if you'd like to help out, you don't have to. The show's free. We love you. We do it for you. But uh, if you want to give a little back, go over 
to nlcast.com, click on sponsor a show, and consider donating five bucks or more. Uh, it's a good cause. It's a re- good thing. So absolutely, absolutely. Uh, let's do this. Who me? <laughs> Who me? Yeah, a little middle school drama. We got some good stuff too. Um, let's see. I didn't have a good name on the. I had a, like a username I couldn't pronounce. So I forgive me if I don't get your name in here. But here it is. Before reading the story, please know that I live in Japan. And did not know the language at the time this was written. I don't understand uh, that. So they so they know it now. They know it now, they, but, but back, they didn't know it then. They know it uh, on Tuesday, but when they sent this last Thursday, they didn't know the language they were writing the email in. So I thought that wow. was pretty humorous. I thought it was funny. So maybe they intended that. I don't know. Anyway, I I just got my first cell phone. I live far away from home, so my parents gave it for emergency purposes. Anyways, I was eating lunch at Wendy's, and I noticed I did not have my cell phone. Being young and immature at the time, I did not consider that maybe it could be in the restaurant, so I went around the whole mall looking for it. It was about about 6 when I finished, and uh, I was cold, and in this mall with no clue how to talk to anybody. Oh, that's where it comes in. It it couldn't talk to anybody at the time. Okay. All right. At the time this happened, not at the time it was written. Okay. All right. Yeah. And then I couldn't talk to anybody. So I went back to the Wendy's and noticed that my cell phone was in the lost and found. I checked my cell and it was mine. Yeah, I had like 20 or so missed calls from my mom. Anyways, I don't know how funny this was, but yeah, so much for the responsibility my parents thought I had. LOL. Peace. So I like this because it's drama on many levels, not just music. Yeah. I was going to say the uh, when I when I was reading it there, it's like it, when he said uh, it was about six when I finished. I thought he said I was about six. It's like <laughs> so you you were lost in the mall with a cell phone at six. Wow. They had cell phones away from you home. Were, <laughs> they had cell phones when you were six. That's pretty cool. Oh man, um, I'm trying to think here. I'm I'm kind of going back through it. Uh, la 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 la. Consider maybe it could be in the restaurant. So I went around the whole mall looking for it. It was about six. Yeah, yeah. I think I was just gonna stand. I usually try to read through and find something to pick on, but um, I think since you were young and immature and six, I'm not gonna pick on yeah. you. Uh, hey guys, this is probably I am probably your only Haitian listener, so that's pretty cool. I like that. So you can you can you can pronounce Haitian, but you can't pronounce Malin. Just just one point. There. I know about Haitians. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Because of heroes. No. Um, hey, I'm probably your only Haitian listener. I am li- in Toledo, Ohio, studying, stalkers, and I wanted to share a story with you. When I was in fifth grade back in Haiti, we were doing bets in class, and I told a girl I would pay her $5 to drink the ink from a pen, not knowing that she would actually do it. <laughs> I don't know about Haiti, but apparently um, there's not a lot to drink there, so their <laughs> options are limited. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) During class, she had her head lowered and started sucking ink from the pen. (laughs) She wanted that $5. But but before the lesson was over, she started feeling sick and left class. She never came back, and she lived across the street from the school. This was also in the middle, middle of the school year. I never saw her again. I'm pretty sure that if she was dead, they would have told us. <laughs> but I still wonder <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Love the podcast, JJ. I don't know. I don't know about the – maybe that's why he's in Toledo, Ohio now. He's in a witness protection program. <laughs> the Haitian government is after his behind because she sucked down an ink pen <laughs> and died. <coughs> oh, man. So, I love <laughs> uh, She never came back. <laughs> I was waiting for the, she never came back, you know, and she lived across the street from the house. Like, oh, she went home. It's like, also, this is the middle of school year. I never saw her again. <laughs> 16 years later, I got a note in the mail with the blue lip mark on it. Yeah. Let me know. I'm still out here. I'm waiting for you. Coming for you. Ah. Waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to get your E and V mails. Peace out. Oh, broke ya. Broke ya. <laughs> Yeah. 
ENV mail. Thank you for calling. All right, uh, let's jump right into it. We got a lot of stuff. I'm trying to get through a backlog, and it may take several shows to get caught up because not only are we trying to, you know, read stuff we haven't read, you guys are still sending lots of good stuff in. So uh, keep emailing such things to uh, nobody's listening to us at gmail.com. But uh, uh, I like this one. Let's start with this one. Hey, nobody's listening. This is Concert Panda 16, and this funny thing happened to me. I was um, going to the library, and I was in the parking lot, and I was, and I wanted to check out a book. And so I, I got there, and it was 9, and so it was too early for us for me to get into the library because they opened at 10 for some really weird reason. You know, I've waited outside of, of tech stores before. But not a library? <laughs> not a library. So <laughs> just had to point that out. And I, I was going through the parking lot, and these girls um, in another car coming the other direction um, um, told me to stop and roll down my window, so I did. And they're like, hey, do you know where Pacific Mobile gas station is? And I said, no, I've never heard of that kind of gas station before. And like, oh, we're almost out of gas, and we really need to get to a gas station. We're going to map quest it at the library, but they don't open. I was like, oh, there's a gas station about um, a quarter of a mile down. If- Wait a minute, they were going to map quest it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we don't know where a gas station is in this area, but we know where the library is. That's a big fat lie. You got to have your key landmarks. <laughs> All right, we need gas. Find a library. Turn left at the road, and they're like, "Oh, okay." And then she's like, "The driver said, do you have any money?'" I was like, yeah. "No, I'm broke. I'm sorry." She's like, "Any coins?" I was like, "I'm was sorry, I'm broke." She's like, "Okay, a high five will do." <laughs> and so she stuck her hand out the window, and thankfully I was far enough not to be able to high five her. So I gave her an air high five, and she said, "Thanks, bye." I hope they make it. <laughs> All right. It's concert pianist. I, I played yours first because I I live and work, or I don't live, I used to, in the hood, and uh, get a lot of folks that beg. And, and it's not the people that live there. It's the people that come to scrounge from the people that live there. And uh, you, you were hit up by somebody that saw you, and you probably drive a decent car, and they were just going to try to get money out of you. So that's why I called out the lie at the front end because, uh, yeah, they – they were driving through that neighborhood. They saw you. They made up a reason why they needed your money. And when you told them where a gas station was, which they knew you would, then they hit you up for, for money. And uh, the, the telltale sign is uh, you don't have any money. Do you have any coins? Because they know you have uh, you know, a pocket of – you have something in your car with some pennies in it or some quarters or something. And then the high five was um, was actually their way of – making uh, you feel stupid and uncomfortable because they know you don't like them. And uh, they also probably had some sort of hand disease that they wanted to give you. So there yeah, you go. I'm, I'm wondering, like, I don't know about, uh, I don't know about you uh, United States folks and all, but up here in Canada, are the people who go around begging for money don't, don't drive around begging for money. They like they're on the side of the road or outside of stores. They're not driving around in cars. Yeah, the car, the car people too, man. I used to work across from a. Yeah, I don't know. You, you get all kinds, and a beggar's a beggar. And you know, huh. people, I can send your hate mail to Trevor. Nobody's listening to no, Trevor at gmail dot yeah, com. Yeah. But because uh, I don't want to hear it. But yeah, you know, it, it's I, I'm a little jaded about people that beg. So uh, don't you worry, your your pretty little head concert pianist about about those folks. They made it. They were fine. And uh, if no other reason, believe me, because of their cheap, lame excuse about needing to map quest. <laughs> map quest. They, they know where the library is. Hey guys, this is from Ruben, by the way. Hey guys, the following stories are all around the same time of my life. I was probably 14 at the time. We were living in a small town, too. This might be kind of long, so don't say I didn't warn you. It was Christmas time in our house. We had our Christmas tree up, and the lights were all over it. However, because of the heating and the electric bills, um, we had to try to save energy. And uh, we had to turn the lights off when we weren't going to need them. Because you know them Christmas trees, boy. They suck the power down. Uh, Oh, yeah. We had all the lights plugged in, and I went to unplug the lights. I grabbed the plug and immediately withdrew my hand because of the voltage that I felt going up my arm. A bit stunned and not thinking clearly, I went back for a second try. The same thing happened. Yeah, that's the same logic that you have when you try to turn back on a light switch after the bulb blew. But anyway, by this time I was fed up and I didn't feel my arm anyway, so I just grabbed the plug and yanked it out of the wall. This was the first of my bad encounters with electricity. 
I'm, second- remind, I'm, remind, I'm reminded of the uh, I don't know, Simpsons of where the where Bart's uh, Lisa's comparing Bart to a hamster and and you know how the hamster felt the electricity and then stopped and Bart's all like oh wait oh that hurt oh okay I'm gonna try it again oh I'm gonna try it again <laughs> let's just keep going at this because it's gonna stop hurting eventually oh no it shocked me again oh <laughs> I don't know I uh, I you'll hear it later but you turned into a robot for a second it was really cool you sound like Max Headroom. Uh, my second encounter came when our laptop's power cable stopped working. The pin uh, that the power cable fits into on the computer broke off and got stuck in the end of the power cable. I uh, tried so many different ways to get it out, but nothing was working. Finally, out of desperation, uh, I bent the end of a pin and tried to pull it out with my teeth. I bit it. Bit it, yeah. Like Jar Jar Binks in Star Wars Episode One. my mouth had a bit of voltage run through it. <laughs> my tongue became numb. Apparently, I forgot to unplug the power before the ordeal began. So, yeah. That's a key point. My, my, tug, my tug is nub. Uh, my third encounter was a daily occurrence for about a month. Every time I got out of my car, I would constantly touch the door. It would jump or shout or something else because every time I touched the car after I got out of it, I'd be shocked because of all the static buildup, even though I never moved when I was in the vehicle. My family has a bad history with electronics as well. My dad is a very respectable person with every aspect of his life, but like a lot of people, he does not take time to go over precautions like turning off breaker switches when lurking, working on electrical stuff. Needless to say, the whole family knew when dad was working on the electrical by the shouts and the dimming of the lights in the house. <laughs> dad always had that wonderful glow about him, though, didn't he? Uh, the reason dad was working on the lights in the first place was because of my dad's... Um, my, my grandpa. My grandpa did the wiring and the electrical for the house we lived in at the time. By the, uh, In fact, they built the whole thing. My dad eventually bought it. My grandma was a missionary and even more venerable than... Uh, uh, oh, my goodness. This is just getting long. I'm sorry, Comedy Rotten. Thank you so much for your email. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't know. It was like family history. We were going down a rabbit trail that I didn't want to... I didn't want to go down. I was scared of that rabbit. Um... Hey, this is this is uh this is pretty good. It's from a teenager, I think. Check it out. Hey, James and Trevor. Um, this is S O G Lone Ranger. Um, I got a story to tell y'all that happened like ten seconds ago. And down here in Texas right now, it's really really windy. And um, so my mom runs to the store, and while she's in there, I'm rocking the car. She comes running out of the store, and she opens the door. She goes. Logan, I'm in trouble. I'm like, man, and she goes, the wind is rocking the car. It is so crazy. And I, I didn't, so I just say, I know it is so crazy. <laughs> so, so I'll stop it there. It's got another 44 <laughs> seconds, but yeah, <laughs> I just love it. I love it when you play jokes on your parents. It's a great thing. The wind's rocking the car. He goes on to say that, you know, I'm no genius in his Texas accent. He's like, I'm no genius, but uh, I know that 10 mile an hour wind ain't rocking a Suburban, but my mama didn't know. So, uh, Actually, Texans don't have an accent. They have a drawl. In Georgia, we have, we have a... No, no, I'm sorry. Georgia has a drawl. Texas has a twang. So, do you know the difference? I've explained it before on past shows, but draw is when you don't open your mouth and you just talk as much as you can without moving it as much as possible. You have to close your mouth for the M's and the and the stuff like that, but uh, under that, you just kind of move your tongue around inside your mouth and try to say what you're going to say without moving very much. So, that's a, that's a draw. Um, now, a twang, actually some southern women have it too, but a twang is when you open your mouth too much. And you got that mouth open as much as you can. It's the same accent, but you're going to overemphasize everything by opening your mouth. So I can and, do I can do both. So and and there is your public service service announcement for this uh, for this week. Uh, don't <gasps> uh, I didn't teach anything. That's right. <laughs> what was that? That's my new sound. Hey, uh, Shannon writes. I'm happy to say this story happened to my sister, not me. It's the mid '80s, and my sister. Let's call her Robin because that's her name. Thank you so much, by the way, Shannon. Roger. She has a French class as a freshman. Uh, one assignment is to cook a French dish and serve it to the class. When Robin got to school, she realized she forgot napkins to hand out, so she called her mom to bring her some. 
The time drew near and my mom had not shown up. Just as Robin was called to pass out her French cuisine, hooray, a brown paper bag from the office showed up with Robin's name on it. While standing in front of the class, she opened the bag and in sheer horror found out not dinner napkins, but feminine hygiene napkins. (laughs) (laughs) And you wondered why your mama didn't complain. She was like, okay, Shannon. Okay, honey, I'll be right there. I'm sorry we forgot those, okay? <laughs> I understand. It's a, it's a female bonding moment. No, because if she had known what you really wanted, she'd be like, she'd be like, girl, you should have brought those things. I'm assuming you're Southern, but anyway. That's awesome. I love it. Here, uh, No more to say about that. Here's, uh, here's Megan. I don't know what she's trying to say, but her name is Megan. Uh, hey, James and David, um, this is... And she doesn't listen um, to the show. <laughs> you know what, I probably shouldn't say my name, because stalkers, but anyway... Megan. I'm just calling to say that I haven't left an iTunes review yet, but if you want to leave one for yourself, please leave a five-star review for me. Bye. Yeah, doesn't really work that way, what? Megan. What? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm confused. That's why I played it. Just to throw your Excellent. brain into chaos. Hey, love the show, Miss David, but Trevor is pretty awesome too. Woot! You're pretty and you're awesome, Trevor. Um, I just had <laughs> to straight. I had to comment about your slide discussion. I don't remember when we had one, but I can completely relate to the change in slide design from when you and I were kids. Oh, now I do. I remember that. Yeah, I thought I would point out some of the other great things you left out about those old slides. Not only were they were like two stories tall, but they were metal. Unlike the new plastic ones, this allowed them to heat up to about 4,000 degrees. I don't think you were able to go down those without ending up with at least one third degree burn. I'm not sure if my parents did not love me or if they had some greater faith than I do or if they were simply stupid. But I do remember my mom introducing me to the slide and wax paper combination. Now, I didn't know about this. Apparently, mom was giving him wax paper to slide down on this metal, hot metal slide. After a few times of sliding down the wax paper, the slide was so buffed up that we were reaching record-breaking speeds. We would reach the bottom of the slide, fly, fly several feet before hitting the ground. So, that's awesome. Um, he says, this leads me to my story. It's more disturbing than funny. As a kid, our family spent much, uh, spent much of our summer at a state park in Illinois where I grew up. It seemed that all the parks had pretty much the same playground design. There was just a giant jungle gym with various knots uh, for climbing, tire swings, a fireman pole, and rope bridges and ladders. Uh, The gyms were always made out of the same rough-cut lumber frames. I remember that. Mm -hmm. Back before they cared about children, there would be metal poles with concrete bases sticking three inches out of the ground. I don't know what that was about, but... You see, that was back in the in the baby boomer days when there were just so many kids. It was okay <laughs> to lose to, a few. Let's weed <laughs> out the dumb ones or the clumsy ones. <laughs> let's have a three-story spiral slide with an open top and a pole up there so the kids could do flips over the pole before they go down the slide. Yeah. That, that ought to weed them out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Playground. Me, oh, so, we could do a whole show on the differences between just the stuff we had to survive. No seatbelt laws. You know, mm-hmm. having to drive 55 miles an hour to go on vacation. Oh, that was hideous. Anyway, these big wooden posts were about 10 by 10. While my brother was playing on such a gym, having a good old time, when our parents sent me from the campsite uh, for him to get dinner. I, as the good brother I was, I jumped at the chance to boss him around. I reached him, and I began very authoritatively telling him to hurry up and get back for dinner before Mom and Dad got mad. So instead of taking the one and a half Wait a minute. So instead of taking the one of the other half dozen other methods of reaching the ground, he decided to wrap both legs and arms around the large rough cut wooden beam and slide down like a fireman pole. Ouch. Oh, he says, I will leave the rest to your imagination. Keep up the good work. So you got a sister now, huh? Is that, is that what's going on? <laughs> oh. Or no, uh, or no Cousins? Nep- no. Well, that makes them nephews. So oh, wait. Would be that no, this that is, wouldn't occur. Yeah, Uncle 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 Bob there doesn't have any children now. So. Doesn't have any children for, no re- for some weird reason. <laughs> uh, we call him Splinter for short. Anyway, this is from Josh, a.k.a. Obine, on the Duratan server. So, thank you so much. Uh, let's play another... Uh, 
play this one. I like, uh, well, hold on. Oh, this is great. Here, here, here. Hello, nobody's listening. Hey. This is URL00 from the Hardcore Christian Gamers. I have a story that happened to me about um, two years ago. I went to go and get my hair cut, and it's late at night, so the night shift is working, and you probably don't get much business around this time. And this girl's cutting my hair, and she sneezes on me. <laughs> Like, in my face, basically, as she's cutting my bangs. And then I see her, um, start going, uh, and then she runs to the back, and, um, someone else comes by and finishes my hair, and it turns out that she had gone back and thrown up. Oh. Yeah, it was, it was great. Anyway, I keep up with the podcast, it's awesome, I've now gone back and listened to every episode. Yay! Hope there's more to come. <laughs> Okay. See you later. Bye. Okay, I didn't realize this till the second time I listened to it, but dude, she was allergic to you, <laughs> and you made her sick. <laughs> he was, she was cutting your bangs. She was fine until she got around to the front. So no offense, dude, but you are probably ugly. <laughs> dude, th- these are our fans. You can't do that. I, I do it because I care. Anybody that gets offended is retarded. <laughs> That's all I got to say. I, I'm sorry. You're not, I, I, you're not making it better. I took that from Saturday Night Live. They had a show that this lady was being offensive on purpose, and she was talking about, <laughs> yeah, there was probably no Holocaust, and you know all this horrible, horrible things that she was saying. And then at the end, it, it had a disclaimer, and it said, yeah, if you got this was done to point out people who are stupid and blah blah blah. If if you got offended by this, then you're a retard. <laughs> I was like, I love that. So no, I pick on my people because we're like a family and I have people email me all the time and they're like, you know, sorry, I was being so wordy, but I feel like I know you because I listen to the show. And I do. I feel the same way with my listeners. So that's why I pick on you. So if you get offended because your brother or your uncle or your, your, your brother-in-law was picking on you, then you're going to get offended by me. But if you love those people, then you, you should love me and Trevor. So. Yeah, well, I and and I will never offend you because I'm still trying to find my place here. I I want to make sure they love me completely. Yeah, you got See? that. You got that illness that that comes when you first do a show. I had it too. You're just like, oh, I love you, I love you, I love you. <laughs> you love me. It's it's like when you first started dating in middle school, and you know you started dating this ugly girl because she liked you because you had low self esteem. Maybe that was just me though. Hey, hey, dude, dude, get out of my life, man. That's not- <laughs> We need to talk more off the off the air because, yeah, dude, my first girlfriend was nothing to look at, and but she was she liked me, and oh, so that was oh, just awesome. We're like brothers, man. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, thanks everybody who checked us out, who's listened, um, who is listening. Visit us online at nlcast.com. Check out the web comic. Call us eight one six two nine eight zero eight two three. Email us at nobody's listening to us at gmail.com. Leave an iTunes review. I can't do it for you, Megan, Dad Gumya. Um, tell a friend about us. And uh, thanks to our sponsors. Go to mypc.com, Carrillo, drawyourpicture.com. Uh, to all our contributors, people that sent in, you know, voicemails and emails and stuff. Thanks to everybody who listens. And uh, thanks, Trevor, for another great show, bud. I'll, uh, Woo. I'll see you next week because uh, right. nobody's listening. Nobody's listening. <laughs> The, it's never going to be in sync. Ever. I know, but I want it to be. <laughs> it's the curse of Skype. Well, if I try to do it too early, then I just sound like a Good twit. enough, <laughs> smart enough, by God. I can do this. If people like me. I'm going to prove these dumb Americans that Canada rules. We can do it. We can participate. <laughs> or pr- pr- predicate. Pre- precipitate. Yeah, something. Peace. <laughs>